So hi, welcome to Noise Podcast. I'm Shane. I'm Glory. And we're here with uh, Nick from Blue Vines. Uh, and we're gonna ask him some questions today. I'm gonna start. Uh, so congrats on uh, your upcoming album, Shadow Box Champion. Uh, how do you feel about the response to that announcement so far? Um, thank you, first of all. And uh, I feel really good. Uh, it's been so warm. Everyone's always amazing um, and really only positive so far. Uh, I guess people don't know too much yet, but um, but no, really good good vibes I've got so far. That's good. I really I really like the album. So, so did I. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it, it was great. Yes. It's okay. like a departure from your EP, though. I wasn't expecting that. Yeah. Although based on the singles you put out, it it was going that in that direction anyway. Hopefully in a good way. I know yeah. you were course, not, yeah. a little unsure maybe more Shane thing, or I'm not sure either of you with the singles and it, it definitely was different, but I, I was hoping, I feel like there's a wide enough range of sounds on the album that it's kind of a little all over the place. As a package, it's much better than like just sitting down and listening to one of the songs, especially yeah. after listening to your EP. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. I wanted to do something different. I kind of, I feel like the meme in my head for the EP is listens to Blink-182 once. Yeah. <laughs> 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 that, yeah, that's that's kind of where my you know that, where I go when I when I and I, I love Fever Dreamy, but that's you know I I wanted to go beyond that. So mm-hmm. that's fair. All right. All right. So is there any meaning behind the album name? Uh, yeah, definitely. Um, it's uh, you know, uh, sorry, I gotta find my words. English it's all good. Hard talking is hard. Um, so Shadowbox Champion, you know, I've done a lot of um. I've tried to do a lot of work on myself this year. I did some therapy, um, some just kind of self-reflection and kind of realized areas where I was having trouble and where maybe I was causing my own problems and kind of came up with this, you know, metaphor of kind of shadow boxing and trying to differentiate where it was external and stuff outside and maybe where I was kind of projecting. And so there's that line in the title track, it's me versus me. And I, you know, realized that. And I think the idea of a shadow box champion is like when you're able to overcome it and make peace with yourself uh you come out on top oh wow that's really cool i like that a lot yeah that was sick uh so can you uh tell me a little bit about your writing process uh, for this album was it different from the ep definitely um it was a lot it it was a, a little more structured um i definitely you know didn't know what i was doing um kind of just starting out the first time on the ep so it was like i was writing stuff i think i told you guys last time like going into the studio i was still writing parts for uh like big nights and stuff yeah um this album was written i mean technically bits and pieces of it over like two or three years i feel like there was maybe a song that like a line or two was written yeah i would say about two and a half years ago you know mostly lyrics and then a lot of the music and everything came cobbled together but it was definitely i gave myself more space this time to write um was a lot more thoughtful about what i wanted to put into it um you know jokes aside i think i wanted there to be more dynamics in the sound um you know added a few more instruments this time uh and i wanted it to kind of not just be a pop punk record i think mm-hmm. for, for better or worse the comparisons i've gotten is like classic 90s 2000s pop punk and i wanted yeah. to show like no i listen to more modern uh, <laughs> you know different music too and i can i can play all different styles and stuff so i tried to add you know shakers and bells and whatever i could think of and um and just be more thoughtful about the compositions and challenge myself i know that's something i think i mentioned last time i wanted to challenge myself in the writing 
Okay. Definitely. That's awesome. It was just kind of proving people wrong. Like, I'm not just early 2000s <laughs> pop punk. Not Suck just it. a one trick pony. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's what I should have called. Fuck. That's what I should have. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. That's what you I should have. No, you can curse. Okay. 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 Um, you can bleep me. That's that's what I should have called the record. Not not just a one trick pony. So, uh, is there time to change it? I mean, like, I mean... you could just push the release date. Yeah. Why not? Because <laughs> I know that Spotify sucks. So. Mm-hmm they do indeed yeah <laughs> uh, so i want you to pick your favorite lyric off of the album and tell me the meaning behind it okay um i would say a runner-up or closest tied is that chorus line it's me versus me but it's only a trick of the light mm-hmm. and then i think the bridge to a song called dewey dance is i think my favorite thing i've ever written and it's it's two different parts overlap so it's ancient history idle grudge seething blister former cut and then there's a whole other really long part where it's like a word vomit. Um, uh, should I say the other part? Yeah. Yes. Sorry. It's, it, it, it's like it's form your run on thoughts into a clear and cogent meditation synthesis of all the ways to deviate from what's been done. And wow. that, I think that's my favorite thing I've ever written. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah. It, it goes to, it flows very well. It wasn't just like it's just like a word vomit. It actually like goes very very well. It wasn't like clunky, I guess, to put it in that way. Thank you. Yeah, I was really proud of the way like the word play and the way it. You know, like I I definitely worked hard on the mechanics of that. Um, mm-hmm. You know, a lot of my favorite songwriters are meticulous in how they put words together and and the rhyme and all that stuff. Um, but yeah, anyway, that one I liked a lot. Yeah. So uh, then, what was the meaning behind that? that one um it's a song you know the hook of that one is is should i stand for this and it, and it's um it's boundaries it's a song about boundaries and limits um and i guess more broadly kind of reflecting on uh some kind of unpleasant uh you know personal stuff i mean i could talk some emotionally abusive stuff in my past that i kind of had to reconcile with and uh as an adult even though it's not the same or kind of affecting me as directly just deciding what my limits are and I think definitely this year in different ways they've been tested mm-hmm. so it was just a good way of checking in with myself and being like how much can I take before I say no or stand up or change the scenery you know yeah, yeah definitely All right. yeah. Uh, so where was your headspace at uh, while you were writing this record um well I was in lockdown the whole time or most of the time <laughs> so yeah um so uh you know ups and downs i like to think of it even though it, it definitely touches on some challenging material as a hopeful record and collection of songs um so i feel like you know it was it was me being reflective and working through some you know some painful stuff um but also feeling feeling hopeful, you know, feeling like there isn't another side that you can come out on top of. And then I'm starting to master some of my own anxieties and my own bullshit uh, mm-hmm. to, call, to call myself out and kind of getting getting better and stronger. So it's it was kind of a there was an arc to it, you know. OK, definitely. Yeah. Uh, so while listening through this album, what band or artist influences pop out the most to you, if any? I know you said you were trying a lot of new things, so it could just be your own sound now. 
I hope so. I hope I'm getting closer to developing a sound. I, I wanted it to be eclectic. I mean, it's funny I say that, but then I definitely went, still went back to 2000s, you know, emo. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, you know, I know, like, the first track on the record is one of the strongest. I know you mm-hmm. had, you guys had him on at one point, um, but one of my heroes is uh, Justin Pierre from Motion City Soundtrack. Oh, yes. Justin. Uh, he's such a uh, good dude. But, um, mm-hmm. but he largely, just his uh candidness and uh how how raw he is and stuff and vulnerable in his writing and delivery uh is something i tried to match so not necessarily the exact style but just emulating that you know that honesty Mm -hmm. um and and i love the sound of him and a lot of bands like that i think i took a lot of bands i love that knack that people have for tackling challenging subject matter or darker challenging stuff but through like a poppy fun lens. So I think I definitely mm-hmm. tried to do that uh, a little bit. Oh, that's good. Um, so this question should be super, super quick. Off the top of your head, I want you to describe this album for new listeners in three words, no more, no less. Hmm. <laughs> oh, shoot. Loud, triumphant guitars. All right. Okay, sure. <laughs> sure. Uh, so kind of in the same vein of the last question, is there a certain feeling or emotion you want this album to invoke in your listeners? Can it be more than three words? Because I'm yeah. not. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, that I, so uh, an emotion that I hope people will have? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, just peace. I think mm-hmm. I, I hope that, you know, people kind of find a sense of peace or even resonate at all with the... Um, with the songs and that it, you know, it means something to them, or maybe it's in, in a difficult time that I touch on things that other people are experiencing and maybe it provides them some comfort. Oh, you want a comfort album. Yeah. I hope so. Somebody the other day described my music as cozy and I wasn't sure how to feel about that, but then yeah. they, they, they explained like, it's just that, like it makes you feel safe or, you know, in a good headspace when you hear it. And so, and I, that is a nice thing to hope for. You know? Yeah, I yeah, think I, a, I think that fits it perfectly. It yeah. does. Cozy is like the perfect word. Oh, that's so good. I love that. Um, so for the last couple of questions, so I can shift away from music. Uh, so if you were could be one animal for the rest of your life, what animal would it be? Does it have to be a mammal? Does it have to be a land mammal, or can it be some, no. something in the ocean? Okay, anything. My, my favorite creature, me and my little sister, our favorite creature is uh, the mantis shrimp. Oh, like, oh wait, is that the one that that um, spits fire? It doesn't. But it has like piston hands. Basically, it can hit you almost like a gunshot and like kill you or knock you out with its claws. And it also mm-hmm. can see in like a wider range of color than humans and butterflies can. So it can see in colors that we can't see, and oh. it can also kill you with its death claw. It, it's the coolest thing in the world. That's I'll, I'll so sick. Yeah, it's it's that's amazing. Right. That's right. I was thinking of a different shrimp then because there's one that can like breathe like really hot um water. They call it fire. It's not because they're in water, so that wouldn't even work. But that's still really cool. Wait, do you maybe, know what? It is? No, I was gonna say maybe in a different life, like you could be that and I could be that, and we can like shrimp fight. Oh my god, <laughs> I think I would win. But yeah, yeah, let's do that. Let's do that. If you're fire breathing, I think so. Yeah, <laughs> but then you have like the the piston claws, so like yeah, the I, put up, I, I put up a good fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> if you get close enough it'd be is. honorable definitely yeah. <laughs> exactly yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, so if you could listen to one song for the rest of your life what song would it be oh man i've been somebody i think posted about this recently or i saw it and i've been thinking about this it, somebody 
there was this thing if you were like locked in a supermarket for 24 hours and it was mm-hmm. on repeat on the speaker. So oh, that'd I be horrible. Yeah, oh. and, and you were forced to. Um, so, yeah. okay. So, so if only one song was available, um, I think I'm gonna be corny. I'm gonna say my my wedding song. Um, oh. I really like um, uh, Jason Isbell and the 400 Unit. Uh, has a song called "If We Were Vampires," um, so it's that song, and it's a really it's it's like a, a kind of dark or serious, but it's it's a love song. It's a great song. Oh, okay. that's so wholesome! Oh God, um, all, all the feels. So for this last question, we need you to walk with me. So we put you on desert island. Boom. You can bring one book, one movie, and one person. Who and what would you bring? Okay, one book, one movie, one person. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, my wife Andrea. Um, book would be, let's see, uh, Coraline. Ooh, okay. I've never seen that. Immediate recommended, uh, required, required watch, uh, well, reading and viewing. And the movie would be Return of the Jedi, Star Wars. Ooh, okay. All right. Solid. Those are good. It's a good choice. Can I ask you guys? I don't know if anybody's ever flipped it back to you, but I'm curious. This one, this one hasn't been flipped back. Um, for person, oh God. Why did I start with person? For movie? Oh, no. Shane, go, go, go. Okay. So for book, I don't read, but the Diary of Wimpy Kid books are pretty good, so I bring one of those. I didn't know you were this, like, invested in Diary of Wimpy <laughs> Glory, Kid. I got to show you my stash of Diary of Wimpy Kid books. I got, like, all of them up until, like, the age where you should probably stop reading them. Me too. So I have no idea how many I've got up there. Wait, but- which Diary of Wimpy Kid movie is your favorite? I'm sorry. No, I was gonna say, what age is that? I don't think. Oh. I don't think there's a cutoff. Exactly. Well, I mean, like the so- society says, you should stop reading oh. it then, or your parents say that you should probably stop reading it. <laughs> that that might be more than society telling you you should stop. God, so, you- society says I should stop eating Count Chocula, but guess what I'm doing? <laughs> Halloween, guys. Eating Count um, Chocula as you. God, do. my favorite movie. I don't. I don't know. I'm not really a big movie person, so probably the first one because that's the one I've seen the most. Okay, Roger Cools is better, but okay. I respect that. All right. <laughs> yeah. It is! It has Roderick in it. Yeah, because like, like you're a simp. It. He's so pretty. Thank you. <laughs> okay. um. I fucking hate you. All right. <laughs> I got I to finish my thing. My mm-hmm. movie, without a doubt, would be um, Happy Gilmore by, with the Adam Sandler movie. Classic. Yes. Such a good yes. movie. Absolutely. And uh, my person would be my girlfriend, Sam. Because she's smart, it. she's smarter than me. <laughs> yeah, good, good answer. Good answer. Yeah, they they would get you off that island like, yeah. instantly, somehow, some way. Oh God, I still don't have an answer. Um, <laughs> uh, my favorite book is Dear Evan Hansen. It's like they took the play and they made it into a book. Um, yeah. My favorite movie. It switches a lot, but a constant favorite is probably Deadpool too. It just never gets old, and somehow my family and I are able to like quote some scene in like any movie or any series and it's it's a talent i think somehow we always end up bringing it back up um and person who do i like enough (laughs) (laughs) to bring on a desert island oh god i'm just gonna say like what like can i bring my guinea pig (laughs) I don't know, Gloria. You're the one that wrote the question. Yeah, I'm gonna bring my guinea pig. <laughs> yeah, bring guinea pig. Yeah, as you can see, we've never had that question flip back on us because typically we're like that. Mm-hmm. Um, if so. you ask me my favorite color, boom, I'm on it. Yellow, done. Fair. So, 
Mm-hmm. As I said, that is all the questions we have to say. Is there anything that you would like to plug? Um, just hopefully people uh, listen to the new record, Shadowbox Champions, out on April 2nd. I uh, hope people enjoy. Um, that's about it for me. Thank you guys so much for having me on again. Yeah, of course. Of course, yeah. It's uh, great. Well, thank you for sitting out with us. It's been Nick from Blue Vines and We're the Good Noise podcast.